0: Don't set your hope on it. Don't set your hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God. So always make sure that you don't take what you have and make it your God. Mm. And one of the ways you'll know you're
1: doing that is if, if you feel like you can't part with it. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast. Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. Now, we want you to be part of this discussion as always, so please leave us a comment in the video below, or maybe go to our website, straighttruth.net, and send us an email, maybe something you'd like for us to discuss here on this podcast. Also on that website, you can find links to all of our social media channels, as well as to our store. Well, I think the next question we can come at from a number of different angles uh, because people from all walks of life tend to ask this question, whether they verbalize it or not is up to them, but they often think of it. And that's this, uh, for for those who have uh, the Lord has blessed with great wealth, they have a lot of luxuries in life, uh, can they uh, enjoy those? Can they have those luxuries or should they be giving all their money, all their money, all their surplus? to the ministry? Uh, uh, somebody who's wealthy thinks of that question. Not only the one who is in great need or even those who are middle of the road might think about that question. How would you respond? I would just respond with what the New Testament teaches about giving. And,
0: and um, you know, we're, we're taught to give systematically, regularly. We're taught to give proportionally. So those who've been blessed with much their giving is going to look different than those who don't have as much, but it shouldn't be measured by the amount of what they give, but the proportion of what they give. So the one who's been blessed with much uh, should give more. The one who's been, been blessed with less will be, be able to give uh, less, will not be able to give as much. So we, we know that. It, it ought to be from the heart. It ought to be because you desire to do so, not out of constraint, not because mm-hmm. you're compelled. Uh, your giving ought to be done for the glory of God. Uh, your giving ought to be done out of, out of a sense of generosity. You want to share and help other people. And I'm just convinced, Josh, if, if we want the same kind of grace that was poured out upon the Macedonian saints, uh, when Paul talks about the giving of the Macedonian churches, mm-hmm. he talks about the grace of God. This was a testimony of grace. If we want that kind of grace, then everything else will take care of itself. If I desire to honor Christ with, with what he's given me, it's gonna be reflected in my giving. I think about 1 mm-hmm. Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. It says, as for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They're to do good, uh, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. And I think, I mean, New Testament has a lot to say about this, but if we just confine our answer to those verses, several things I would point out. First of all, they're reminded that they're rich only in the present age mm. by virtue of earthly riches. Uh, charge those who are rich in the present age. So these, the, the, the riches we, we have on earth, they're earthly, they only last for a while. We're to charge them, they need instruction with with what God has put into their hands. They need specific kinds of instruction. Mm. So we're to charge them with what? First of all, don't be proud based Mm. upon what you have. Don't Mm. take what you have as sort of God's commentary on your goodness, that's Mm. not what it is. Mm. Uh, It's a stewardship, God's entrusted it to you, but don't be proud about it. Mm. Don't set your hope on it. Don't set your hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God. So always make sure that you don't take what you have and make it your God. And one of the ways you'll know you're doing that is if, if you feel like you can't part with it, if you feel like you have to hold on to it, if this mm-hmm. is your sense of confidence in the world, then you know you have misplaced trust. But I love this line, Josh, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. Now that mm-hmm. tells me mm-hmm. that God doesn't expect me to divest myself of everything he's given me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, right. so, and that includes, and I'm so thankful for this word, to enjoy. That mm-hmm. includes enjoyment. Yeah. It's not a sin for God's people to enjoy what he's given them. In fact, that verse indicates God takes some pleasure Mm. in the pleasure of his children. Mm -hmm. So there is a place for enjoyment of what God has given me. But, verse uh, 18, I'm to do good in general terms. I'm to be rich in good works. If I think about where am I gonna be wealthy, let me make Mm. sure I'm wealthy in the realm of good works. I'm to be generous with what God has given me. This is one of the ways we, we can test our hearts uh, with respect to material provision, am I generous with it? Mm. Am I a generous person? Am I ready, next next line, am I ready to share? Mm. And in that, I think, I know, specifically the generosity and the sharing that he has in mind is in the interest of eternal things there because the next line says, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future. Mm. So we're thinking about storing up our treasure in heaven, uh, making use of unrighteous mammon, using, you know, Old, good old King James language, mm. for eternal good, mm. for the souls of people, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. So there's that which promises to be life, which pretends to be life, which people count to be life, and then there is that which is truly life. Mm. And if I hold on to what is temporal without my focus being on that which is eternal, I'm gonna miss out on what, what real life is, what is truly life. And so I would exhort people you have a lot of money. No, you don't have to divest yourself of everything you have. God takes pleasure in you enjoying what He's given you to enjoy. He gives us all sorts of things richly to enjoy. Um, but make sure that you don't take this as a commentary upon yourself. That's not what it is. Don't be proud about what you have and be generous with it, ready to share it. Invest it in eternity. Store up treasure for yourself in heaven. Don't hold on to what isn't life and miss out on what is truly life rather take what is temporal in nature and make sure it's being put to use for what is truly living. And in that way, you'll
1: honor God. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Now you can find links to all of our social media channels by going to our website, straighttruth.net. And do us a favor, go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to this podcast. And also go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. You can learn more by going to walkingingrace.org.